Welcome to the voice of St. Anthony Parish from Alston, Massachusetts, here on Substack and at catholicaudiomedia.substack.com. Well, welcome to the fifth week of Easter. This is actually interesting because this is the last week of Easter that does not involve the time between Ascension Thursday and Pentecost Sunday. So it's interesting because this is the last regular week of Easter. Next week, obviously, is week of Easter, but there's some uh, differences depending on which diocese you're in starting next Thursday. So that makes it interesting, too. So we're getting closer to Pentecost, but we still love celebrating Easter. Well, my homily is talking about who we are as Catholics in light of the teaching of the first letter of Peter. Continuing on from what we were talking about last week, so let us switch over to the parish. Today's uh, second reading, continuing with Peter, and he talks to us about who we are. Now, a lot of people, especially in the media, when they want to describe Catholics, they use a term that is completely incorrect. Not surprising, but they use a term all the time that's completely incorrect. As a matter of fact, in one time there was one of those keep the faith, change the church groups. And what they were doing is they were sending out press releases to push forth their agenda. And we found reporters that would change a few words, put their name on it and publish it as a story. Um, and in fact, so what was happening is a lot of this information is coming out of these, this one change the church, keep the faith group. And the line they use is, well, you know, it's about time we change the idea that the role of the laity in the church is to pay, pray, and obey. That's a lie. That has never been the role of the laity of the church. It never will be the role of the laity of the church, laity of the church. And you can see that in St. Peter, because what does he talk about? He says that the role of all of us in the church is priest, prophet, and king. Now there's the priesthood of the laity, the priesthood of the ordained. They're different roles, but they're not a case where it's my job to do, to be the priest and your job to bow and scrape to everything I say. That's ridiculous. But there are people that will teach that, not from the church, outside the church. But Peter gives another example. He gives an image, an ancient image of the church, and that is of a tower that is built and all the stones that built the tower represent the people in the church. And that is actually the real image of the church that we're supposed to follow. Now I'm gonna change that image because Peter is talking in the first century and granted in the first century these things did exist, but not the way they do now. We have new technology that came to us in the 18th century that we can update a bit and that is the lighthouse. Similar in idea, it's a tower. The light we can call the light of Christ, but still the entire tower is built of the people of the church. So all of us have a role in being the light to others. All of us has a role as priests, prophet, and kings. So it's not a case of we're simply on a, another example, on a bus where the priests or the bishops are driving and they bring us to heaven. We all have an active role in living our faith and bringing the church and that's what we're called to do. So wherever we go, we represent the church and we represent the teachings of Christ to all those around us. Now, I want you to think of what I just said and let's put it into a practical way. 
You saw the incident that happened with the man who died on the subway train in New York. Now, ironically enough, I was in New York about three weeks ago. Uh, I was on a subway train and someone, not the same guy, came in and he talked about being homeless and needing money and everything else. That happens all the time down there. It happens up here, too. But you saw that whole story and the man died. He was restrained. He wasn't restrained improperly, but he was restrained and he died. And a lot of people are making very comments about this and they're saying things. Some of the stuff I've heard is blatantly sinful. Some of the stuff I've heard is, is pretty bad. So let's have a little idea of who this guy was. He's described as a person who was homeless. He was looking for food. He was acting up. He was acting unhinged, said the man who was taking the video. He had been in prison, in and out of prison, and he was therefore terrifying people. Let me tell you the true story. One of the things they say about him is he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. Yes, he was. At one time in his life, he was a young kid. He was in his early teens, and he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. He never knew his father, and he lived with his stepfather and his mother. His his stepfather murdered his mother in a way that literally is similar to what you see in R-rated movies. A horrible situation, a very gruesome murder, and disposal of the body. And he came home to discover that, had a complete mental breakdown from which he never recovered. He suffered from really severe PTSD, obviously depression, and he also suffered from schizophrenia. I don't know if that was genetic or part of the incident that happened. Now here's one of the things that it's important to know. He had been living on the streets. He had been in in jail, and one of the reasons why he had a jail, he'd gotten in trouble. Another reason is jail is where our society treats people with mental illnesses. So, here's what happens. He was living on the streets. If you are taking medication for schizophrenia, it destroys your kidneys, so you have to get regular dialysis. He wasn't getting dialysis, so probably wasn't taking his medication. So that's who this guy was. My question to you, as a stone in the church, if you were on that subway train, what would you have done? There were several things you could have done. One of them is if you had no idea what to do, is you get away from the situation and call 911. If you do know what to do, which unfortunately the Marine did not, if you do know what to do, there's a way to act in such a way to de-escalate those kind of people, give them what they need, and then see if they can get medical help immediately because he was in a medical emergency. But the question is, as people who are a part of this tower, as people who are representatives of Christ, as people who take it as part of our duty to pray every day and ask the Lord to show us how to do his work, something to reflect on when you're having supper or tomorrow morning at breakfast. If you were on that train, what would you have done? And in light of that, may I advise that the Marine obviously tried to do something. He actually didn't know. You never, ever touch anyone in the neck. He didn't know that. But what would you have done as servants of Christ, as parts of the stone? And remember one other story, and that is from St. Augustine. There was a man that St. Augustine absolutely despised, and he despised him so much, he personally wanted to cast him into hell. And he felt the Lord say to him, I died for that person. You find a way. 
to take care of him. You're listening to the voice of St. Anthony Parish from Alston, Massachusetts, right here on WROL, 9.50 a.m., 100.3 FM, and you can also hear us at catholicaudiomedia.com. We'll be right back right after this. You can now leave a message for us, which we can air and discuss on this program. Just call 617-297-7452. That's 617-297-7452. 617-297-7452. Feel free to call, leave a comment, a question, or even feedback, and we may play it on the air. I can discuss your comment or question as well, so give that a try. 617-297-7452, 617-297-7452. And don't forget our website, catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com, and uh, you can check that out. You can check out our various podcast platforms if you want to uh, subscribe to the show. There's various ways you can do that. You can also connect with the parish, which you can also find at ST for St. stanthonyalston.org. And you can even listen to the program on that website where it says radio show on the menu item. So all different ways you can connect with us. And uh, if you'd like to give us feedback, you'd like to call, you'd like to do whatever. And if you'd like to make a donation, even the same amount of money as you would pay for one of those pretentious coffee shops where you can't call the, the what you're looking for a cup of coffee because they call it something else, well, that's only about $5. That, that might help. So anyway, think of that. And anyway, uh, check us out, and you can uh, find us on that website. So a couple things I wanted to mention in the, in the homily, but I don't use notes during my homily. So there's always, they taught us in the seminary, there's always a playoff. That is, if you have the notes, you're going to say everything that you wanted to say, but you're going to be reading the homily. If you don't use notes, you won't be reading the homily, but you're going to forget a few things. One of them is that this uh, family, the family of this man who died, they had been searching for years. They had gone to court. They had done everything to get him the help he needed. But as they said, and this happens all the time, he fell through the cracks. It's a real tragic situation in that. So we recognize that that's one of the things that happened. The other thing is that the murder of his mother happened when he was only 14 years old. And of course, that's a very emotionally vulnerable age. And he had, as I said, a complete mental breakdown from which he never recovered, according to the articles that I read uh, in regards to this. And let me tell you, you can see an article I wrote about this at catholicaudiomedia.substack.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.substack.com. And you can also see the research sources that I use to write the article and, of course, also put together this homily. In the meantime, we will be back tomorrow at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on WROL and 3.16 p.m. on your favorite podcast platform where you can find us, uh, also at catholicaudiomedia.com. Have yourself a blessed day, and we will see you tomorrow. I want to call your attention to Catholic TV, which offers great faith-filled, family-friendly programming 24 hours a day. You can find your cable channel at www.getcatholictv.com, and you can watch online on the free apps or check out the YouTube channel. Daily Mass, Rosaries, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and the Our Lady of Perpetual Help Novena are all available online and on demand. Check out catholictv.com. 
If you would like to support our program, please consider a donation to St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts. There are several ways to consider this. One is to purchase any of our merchandise, which you can find at the shopping tab at catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com. There are coffee mugs there. There's also my latest book, Encounter Christ in Your Humanity, all of which you can find at the shopping tab at catholicaudiomedia.com. You can also donate to the show directly through either the Donate tab, also at catholicaudiomedia.com, or by sending a donation through the U.S. Postal Service with your questions and comments at 43 Holton Street, Alston, Massachusetts, 02134. That's St. Anthony Parish, 43 Holton Street, Alston, Massachusetts, 02134. Finally, the best way you can support our parish is to attend Mass on Sundays at 10 o'clock and be a part of our parish. We thank you for any support you would like to give to St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts, sponsoring parish for this media outreach to Catholics and other Christians in the WROL, WEZE, and podcast listening audience. In Cristo vivimos.